Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Rink, 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 dink, dink, dink. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. Alistair, Who are you? I'm Alistair, you? I'm Andy. <laughs> okay, okay. All right then. Uh, and, um, and, and, and you're in you are? Yeah, I'm not telling you, I'm not revealing that information to you until I see some identification. Exactly. Yeah, you're very wise. I could be anybody. Yeah. A lot of the time, podcasts, especially ones done over the internet, are just a way to steal somebody's identity. And mm-hmm. this whole thing that I've been doing, uh, this fake podcast, Two in the Think Tank, yeah. has just been to try and learn enough about you that I can guess your passwords. And mm-hmm. it's been a long confidence, confidence. Yes, and uh, I, <laughs> I is that is that the is that the the full? The That's full the long version of long con. Long con. He's long long That's confidence. That's a really long long con. <laughs> it's long confidence. Confidence. Um, is that a sketch? Is there any way that that could be a sketch? <laughs> I the mean, long version of long con. Yeah, I could could we make a movie called Longfidence Confidence? <laughs> <laughs> AKA Long Long Con. Yes. That's the that's the um, tagline. The cons don't I mean, get much longer con. than this one. I mean it's a con that starts day one of birth mm-hmm. and ends on the day that you're dying. So it's sort of a Truman show. Kind of con, yeah. Right? But it's the it's the person being born that's doing the con. Oh, very good. Well, you know what? In a way, that is that is a thing, isn't it? Because what 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 do a lot of cons involve? Ingratiating yourself with somebody who is old, vulnerable, and has money, and then getting them to leave it to you in their will. And isn't mm-hmm. that what being somebody's child ultimately is? You know, that's uh, true. A, a, a way to um, get under the skin of a of a of, a, of somebody with 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 a bit of wealth and um, oh. have them take you into their confidence um, and you know and I think having fifty percent of their DNA uh, and coming you know out of how, one of their how wounds, it could happen yes. maybe how it could happen yes through a toilet baby <laughs> right. Go because on. people who have toilet paper often don't know that they're having a baby. Yes. But maybe, look, you know, maybe it's very impractical to maybe have... Maybe people the, who find a baby the ba- in the toilet don't uh, always assume that it came out of them. And That's right. But it could it? just be a floater from the last person. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Or we could design a special range of toilets with a second little inlet, a little door in the side. That when somebody sits down, we reach across from the next stall over, shove a little baby in there, mm-hmm. crack it open, pop a baby in. Well, look, maybe, it, maybe it's impractical the that the is baby on. is. Maybe it's impractical that the baby itself is doing the con, but somebody slips in a baby that they're trying to mm. get someone else to take. Well, maybe someone it's impractical. Who, yeah, sorry, I'll let you finish your your thought. And. Uh, and for some reason, this person, this child, doesn't outlive their family, <laughs> their pa- their new parents who take them who take them on as a as a you know as a child. Yeah. And so the con does last the long the length of the of both of the well at least of the life of the ch- the per- person that ba- who was the baby. Mm. Mm. Um, 
I mean, the but, nature of the con is not 100% clear to me now. Uh, if well, the baby's not in on the con and all you're doing is slipping babies into people's toilets and then watching them die young, uh, yeah. what? <laughs> well, this is, this is where the where con is. Where does the profit is. come in? This is where the con is, is that mm-hmm. the person who's slipping these babies in there has done this more than once. Mm. And when these babies, are these, these sort of young people, sort of, let's say, mid-tier adults die, mm. they actually don't die. And he's grabbing them. Yep. And he's had somebody else raise them so he can have a fully raised adult. <laughs> yeah. That he can reveal to, to that he has... Because it's like the hardest part is that raising the kid. Yes. It's a ri- the great part is having a relationship for life. Well, I know what this movie is now called. This is called the poo poo. Called Longfidence Confidence. <laughs> okay. AKA Long Long Con. AKA, AKA Poo Poo Cuckoos. Uh, because you are doing a little cuckoo con, aren't you? You're getting somebody else to raise your child. Uh, oh, yeah. With, with the addition of the popping them in a toilet. Poo Poo Cuckoo? Yeah. <laughs> Would you see that movie? <laughs> You know what? I didn't think there could be a better title than Longfidence <laughs> Confidence, a.k.a. Long Long Con. But, but Poo Poo Cuckoo. The reason I think you need the term Longfidence... It's the second a.k.a. 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 <laughs> I think the reason you need the term Longfidence Confidence is because it shows you have the courage of your convictions. If you mm. say you're going to do a long con... Already you're abbreviating your words, and it sounds to me like you're in a hurry and that you have no intention of letting this con run its course. And that's why that's right. when I hear somebody say longfidence confidence, I say this person has the confidence and indeed the longfidence to really make a long con, con long. Mm, that's right. Um, King... <laughs> okay, it's a version of King Kong, but it's called King Long. <laughs> Okay, yes, yes. Okay, is it, because I feel like, I don't know why, but I feel like the Kong part of the name is the bit that conveys the monkeyness, right? Is Sure, is and you would think, King and you would Long. think that the, that the con would go better with King Kong rather than <laughs> King Long. Yeah. yeah, I'm just wondering if we've removed the monkey element and just replaced it with the concept of longness... Mm. What is a king long? Yeah. Is it a and being of pure long, length? How and, how long would you have to be to be the king of length? Yeah, indeed. Well, I th- you know obviously the yard is was a was a unit of measurement based on. No, we've talked about this already on the podcast, haven't we? Based on the length of the king's forearm or something like that. Sure, but that then obviously you'd have to then drag the king around anytime you wanted to measure something. And it's very undignified. Especially when you press that little button and roll him back into the tape measure. I suppose if everybody called you King Long, Mm. it would have to be based on not just the concept of length, but I guess probably a thing that is long. And so obviously that will be... Yes. Nose. Ah, yes. Very good. <laughs> so it's that movie. It's basically that movie Roxette or Roxanne by, uh, with uh, Steve Martin in it. Yeah, King Long. Great. Um, could also be the dick, Alistair. I don't know. You, it feels like you've missed an opportunity there. What's, the, what's a dick? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know how you can, you can tell if somebody's like got... As in, no, this is so dumb, but as in like the longest detective... <laughs> Okay. Does he use his length to detect things? Does that I help? Think so. him? I think it would, it would be impossible for him not to. Mm. The world's <laughs> king long. Okay, that's long. what it is then. It's Sherlock Holmes, but instead of being the smartest man in Britain, he's just the longest, right? And it's and not. And it's not that he's. And it's not that he's tall. Yes. And it's not that he's wide. <laughs> okay. It's that he's long, like a caterpillar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's got forward length and it's not just a really big belly like he is mm. 
shoulder bone mm. goes is about Deep. is about a meter and a half long. I yeah. would say forward, forward <laughs> motion, not from shoulder to shoulder. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, from back from the back of the shoulder to the front of the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Sherlock Holmes. Um, I, I think you know there could be something in this, Alistair. Uh, I mean, I what benefits would he would he have over <laughs> just, another detective? Uh, let's see. What benefits? If he tur- if he if he wanted to dodge a bullet, he would have to sort of turn and face it. <laughs> that it would be his best opportunity. Yeah, but w- what that that doesn't make him better than other detectives. It just makes him not worst in one scenario, one specific s- scenario. Um. Yeah, I I suppose he could he could block things, you know, people <laughs> running away and that sort of thing. Stop that man! Yeah, he would turn side on, shuffle side on, and then he becomes yeah. like a wall, and they run into and it you. Yeah, and because it, it wouldn't just be his shoulder that's long, because then he would sort of just look like a a letter T mm. on I the think... side, <laughs> and there is already there's already a Mister T. <laughs> in this game, yeah, yeah. In, in the sort of detective kind of thing, thing. Is Mr. So. T, you think of, of him as a detective? I don't know. I don't, never <laughs> saw the show, but I thought they solved crimes or something. They must have done something. Like what else? What else is there to make a show about? Um, uh, getting getting a, a a group together to compete in the cheerleading championships. Yeah, those those Bring It On movies were really good. I have only and, seen one of them, and I don't remember it. Well, I mean, I've only seen the first one as well. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't assume that the second one is great, but I mean, revisiting the first one, it's not that great. So it means that the second one, in order for it to be good, doesn't have to be great because I thought that it was great back then when it was clearly not great upon rewatching. Um, I, think, I think I understood what you just said, Alistair. I just want to know, point out that the baby. Scenario: The slipping the baby in could yeah. work as a con if you do it in a some sort of scenario. Like you could do it if you were slipping in a Dalai Lama baby, because don't they reincarnate their consciousness into the new Dalai Lama? Or you know, you could hack whatever the Dalai Lama system is. Or it could just be a sci-fi kind of scenario where mm. you can make people back into babies again. So you could make yourself into a baby. Okay, for the purpose. So you're a con man, some yeah. old haggard old con man who thinks he's turned his last con. But then this new technology comes in that allows you to turn yourself into a baby with your consciousness intact. So all you got to do is go back in time. Bit of this goo goo gaga shit, you know. A couple of years of that, you know. Then a bit of puberty, whatever. Ah, I hate you, mom. You know, so on and so forth. And then mm-hmm. reconcile. And then mom gets sick, and you nurse her through that. That gets you into the well. And then, bam! That's that house. You crawl, crawl it. You crawl into a toilet. You you start out crawling into a toilet. Okay, but we all start crawling into a toilet before we can walk into a toilet. Correct. Yes. Um, Mm. But what do you think of this as a film? A film where people can become babies again, and it allows them, and they use that for performing cons. Because it is, it would be a great con and Absolutely. a long one. Being raised by someone, you know, and you find somebody who seems a bit richer, maybe. Yeah. Um, or who, or who has prospects. I mean, it's yeah, also or, a bit or, of a gamble, isn't nice. it? <laughs> because mm. <laughs> you don't know. I mean, maybe all that you're conning out of them is a beautiful childhood. You know, maybe you never got that beautiful childhood. For yourself, right? Sure. I mean, I think still pulling off this con by stealing babies, or or by having or or impregnating people and making them have babies, and then having people raise the children for you so that you can have a an acquaintance or somebody who cares about you for life, is still a pretty you know pretty strong idea for somebody who you know needs. Alistair, that's a beautiful idea. I'm not I'm not in any way undermining that idea. I'm just offering another. Another, um, another f- franchise in our extended baby con universe. 
the poo poo coo coo universe. <laughs> poo poo coo coo universe. <laughs> poo poo coo coo universe. Yeah. Um. Oh, anyway, do we yeah, have anything great. written down today, Al? Well, we've got Longfordin's confidence written down. <laughs> great. <laughs> um. I think. I mean, we're still just talking about variations on the Longfordin's confidence. Mm, I suppose so. And you know, you being the 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 strict uh, puritanical type that you are, you're not going to allow me to consider any of those to be individual ideas, all subsets of the glorious. Well, where you can, okay, look, I'll write down poo poo coo coo. (laughs) (laughs) But you can turn yourself into a baby. Yeah, thank you. That's all I need. I think it would be a good, good thing to emerge like these people have got this kid right and they think there's something not quite right with him and it's a little bit of a you know we need to talk about kevin type film right but you always see the the baby the, the kid always looks like they're up to something like they're a little bit sus okay yeah and they they talk with a really strong brooklyn accent even though you're in um a park We're in botswana in new jersey you're in new jersey exactly or in queens <laughs> And and then, you know, as it unfolds, you discover this sort of this another layer where people are turning themselves into babies and 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 conning you out of a um a real beautiful, rich, loving childhood, which it turns out is the only thing that really has value. You know, that's the purest yeah, thing there I mean, is. I guess we could. I mean, it could be the next in the series of the Look Who's Talking films. Yes. You know they kind of let that they kind of let those you know trail off for a while there. Look, and, uh, what, look, look who's tall king, and that is one of the King Long <laughs> franchise. It's a tall king. Don't worry, I'm sorry. Um, oh yeah, do you think t- King Long is a is a? Uh, oh no, what was it? Dick Long. <laughs> was yeah, it well, Dick, Dick Long, Long. Dick Long is a is a very long. Detective, is that right? Yeah. Maybe long, long Dick? No, no, no. Dick Long. Okay, sure. Because, I mean, then, then it's a pun. You know, then it's like a pun title that could mean many things. No, I think Long Dick is also a pun title, right? Because he's a detective I know, but and it's Dick too, means detective. It's, Andy, it's just, it's it's so gauche. You think it's a bit grubby? <laughs> I think it's a bit grubby. <laughs> I mean, it's so lowbrow, long dick. This is a detective thing. It's a police procedural. <laughs> okay. You know what are the advantages of um, the long, the dick long, long detective? Is yeah. that he, when they when they need a wall to pin all those pictures of the crime scene up on. And and yeah. connect things together with bits of string. They can do that on him, on this on on his side, on his side. Yeah, right into his like his flesh. Yeah, <laughs> and he loves it because he's also kinky. Because also, but he what he just lifts his shirt, and he's got he's got that whole pinboard just on the side. Yeah, on his skin. Yeah, and that way he doesn't have to go back. He doesn't they have, have to go it with back you. to the precinct. That, you're right because that does seem, um, you know prohibitive you know you want a mobile office these days you've got to be flexible and you want mm. your work to go with you anywhere you go well if your work is is pinned to your side with thumbtacks hello well i mean if he's so long he could probably people could probably travel on him mm. yes know? like he could probably have a person sitting quite comfortably on each shoulder yeah yeah, on the side there, legs are dangling down. I could see that. I mean, probably he probably started. I mean, think about how useful somebody like that would have been in a sort of cheerleading, like human pyramid kind of scenario. Mm. You're right. You know, and so he he has that experience. He knows how to do that kind of stuff. Carry people on his on his long shoulder. Mm. Um, and so he could probably have the, you know, the the police chief on one shoulder mm. who's always complaining about stuff. Yeah. And then the, you know, the guy the who's always riding the police chief's ass. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. 
he could be on the other shoulder. Mm. And so then the police chief keeps whispering in his one ear going, oh, you're killing me here. The, the, what's his name? The governor or whatever. The, the mayor's riding my ass. And then on the other shoulder, you got this guy going, Whoa. Yeah, he's not really. He's riding my shoulder. Um, <laughs> more like. You see, yeah. you've written. You're you're already writing this dialogue. Yeah, it's flowing. I'm here it's... with broad strokes. You are coming in with a tiny, thin little paintbrush. You know, there's only like three bristles on there, and you're making those finer details. You're. I'm doing the you're eyelashes. Finishing it off and perfect. Yeah, yeah, you're doing eyelashes. You're perfecting this thing. I like. I like the idea of. Uh, where I think we should go into films, Alistair. You with your broad picture stuff, and me with my insanely fine detail, and we'll make mm-hmm. films that have absolutely nothing in between. Okay, it'll either be yep. <laughs> minutely observed, you know, uh, mm-hmm. interaction between a man and a and a and a and a and an ant, or it'll be um, very broad scenes. <laughs> What is something that's just all broad? <laughs> yeah, just people walking at the zoo, children falling over, mm. just children falling over at a zoo. This actually does sound compelling. I'm into it. Um, do you do you think that you could handle yourself? Do you, do you regard yourself as someone who could handle yourself in a fight? Oh yeah, I guess yeah, sure. I could I could keep them busy. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a that's not my line. Um but uh no, I don't think I could handle myself. Although I'm 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 learning that it's it's really good to use your elbows. Mm. I think I think if I was in a fight, I'd just be using my elbows in people's faces. Yep. Like this is a self-defense kind of scenario where somebody is attacking me mm. or my family. Mm. A lot of spinning elbows it seems seems to be very difficult to defend spinning so i would just be elbows. spinning spinning <laughs> elbows because you're rotating i can't quite and you got see. your elbow i can't imagine okay? a spinning elbow you're spinning are you well, spinning I mean, on the spot with I mean, your elbows you get, out if you can get the other person to spin and you just stick your elbow out <laughs> and sort of grind them down like a like a lathe you know <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean that's obviously ideal. But then if you spin, then you get a bit of torque, you know. Yeah. And uh, I mean, how do you, you deal with that? the dizziness? Eh? This is a, this Well, you're is not a... spinning that much. You're just doing like a half rotation. Oh, okay. So you all right? I was picturing a full spin. I don't. I don't think that of that as a as a spin. I think of that as maybe a turn at most. Oh, it's a turning elbow. Well, yeah. Well, it, I think you know, that's what... it's a shame. That the elbows are halfway down the arms and not at the end, you know, because yeah. think if, of an elbow with that kind of reach, that'd really be something. Sure, be like a scorp, like a like a bludgeoning scorpion's tail. Yeah, so you could put the hand where the elbow is, yeah, and then and then the elbow at the end there. I think yeah, that that's could really good. be something. And, but, so then, would so there wouldn't be a bend in the middle of the arm. Uh, just a bend at the end. I guess there's just, yeah, a bend at the end. I don't know. I don't even. I don't quite know how that would. That that would well, look, manifest. What if you? What if? Okay. What if you just remove? You remove the elbow, right? Mm. Um. So it's just a straight bit of arm. Yep. And then you put that elbow at the end, right? Now you put it at the end, so it's just like, it's just kind of a you know a triangle, like it, but then it kind of points back at you. Mm. And then what if you put the hand there at the end of that one that's pointing back at you? Yep. So you still got that hard elbow. Yes. Right. We're getting rid of the wrist. Yep. But then you still have the hand there for eating and that kind of stuff. You still have the hand there. It's pointing towards you, which already makes it easier for eating. We're basically turning the, the wrist into an elbow, swapping that out. Yeah. But then suddenly you also can't, you can't get your hand to your mouth anymore. No, you can't. You're right. <laughs> yeah. So maybe you do need it. Maybe you do just need it in the middle of your arm so you can get your hand back to your mouth. Mm. You, well, you know, you would, you could also, um, you could also team up, you know, and, and feed each other. You know. That's true. In this and it would, it would make us more needy of each other and, and probably 
remove the need uh, to fight. Yeah, and we'll tighten our bonds, definitely. Yeah. But, you know, when you you have those those, uh, close societies, you know, maybe... Maybe tensions do run higher, and maybe the the need for the fight the is 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 greater somehow. Don't know. But also, you'll suddenly your elbow is so close to your hand, and you're feeding somebody else. You're probably likely to keep elbowing somebody in the face mm, mm. accidentally. And that's going to turn into 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 a fight pretty quickly. Yeah, and then they'll grab your elbow, mm. and then while they hold onto your elbow, their elbow will be right within range of your hand. <laughs> Yeah. And then you'll lock and then you'll do it with the other hands and then suddenly you'll be kind of in a like a a TP kind of position like a your hands up mm. you know creating a sort of a an arch like that mm. and then a married couple will walk <laughs> underneath. <laughs> and the strangeness of that will diffuse the scenario. Yes. I hope so. Um yeah, I think we got something there. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, off a very strong offer from me. Uh, well, I mean, look, I I agree that there's something to the idea of having the elbow down near the hand and at the end of the thing. Mm. Mm. Um, but moving the hand up into the middle, you know, if you did that, I think that's you know that's a good swap. Yeah. Because so then also one for one. Because think about it, if you think the elbow at the end of the arm and the hand in the middle, then suddenly if you're feeding yourself. Right. I guess you're kind of turning your arm towards, you know, you're reaching into the middle of the table with your, putting your elbow in the middle of the table while the hand grabs some food in the plate. Yeah. And then as you, as you bring your hand to your mouth, you know, so you're eating it from the middle of your arm, mm. your elbow is always in the striking position. Yes. <laughs> you know, so if anybody tr- tries anything while you're eating, which I feel is when you're most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You can... You can still uh, handle yourself. Yeah, and then also, you could open doors with your elbow still, right? And it's actually way more convenient now because you could probably hook it around the door handles and that elbow's never going to your mouth. It's always your hand in the middle of your arm. Mm, You're right. It's a perfect pandemic arm. It is. Yes, it's perfect perfect for the apocalypse. For the eventual breakdown of everything. Except for our door handles, uh, we'll still have those, uh, preferably mm. the lever ones. Thanks. I don't know that we'd work so well with the little knob ones, but uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Could... I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess if we had, I mean, yeah. I guess if we're adapting like that, we probably. <laughs> I mean, I think just with the fold though, you might be able to work something out. You know, might be able to. Yeah, I mean, we're starting to. It sounds like we're starting to use it as a hand again, which I feel goes yeah, against we're not, the we're not spirit use of the it as exercise a hand for eating. <laughs> eh? Well, you know, you don't you don't put an el- go to all the effort of putting an elbow at the end of your hand, your arm just to then try and use that elbow as a hand. You know, it feels yeah. like that's but then not what we but got then into. Suddenly, this you in got you got the possibility of two hands. Yeah, I mean, I guess on each arm. I guess I guess that's good. But again, if I wanted two hands, I would have just got two hands. But think about this, though. Yes, wiping wiping your butt though with your hand in the middle of your. Of your arm. That's tough. Right? Suddenly, you're having to stand up, <laughs> hold the toilet paper in the middle of your arm there with your hand, and then put your arm behind you, and then just run it down along the crack. Or, or, like, or between you your have legs. You to do squats. You know, and sort of run. Yeah, down. Across yeah. it. Like you're shimmying oh, and if it has a, a wrist, pipe. If, if it has a little wrist and it can sort of move back and forth, I don't know if that's... <laughs> anyway, that's not too bad. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be is interesting there a sketch when that, in that happens. Do you think, or is it? I don't know. Um, I don't know if there is a sketch in that. <sighs> okay. I'm sorry, Al. I mean, no, Andy, it's okay. What? Uh, what? What? You know, I, I don't, I just, yeah, I'm sorry. <sighs> I can't see it. Andy, if you if you just crumbled. No, no, absolutely not. I'm still 100 percent here. You know what I think matters in a fight. Not being able to handle yourself, but being able to handle the other person. Because I think I could handle myself, but it's the it's the assailant that's the issue. Anyway, moving on. When you but when you say it like that, I always feel like someone's threatening you, and then suddenly you sort of cup your own peck. You know. Yeah. You you cup your own pectoral muscle, and you go, 
I mean, this is really dumb, but you say, I am, I think I can handle myself <laughs> in this fight. Like that. And then they watch you. <laughs> I'm sort of. <laughs> and then you start, I guess you do it for long enough, and then you start asking for donations. <laughs> you start moaning, maybe. <laughs> you know? You've kept this very classy by just making it the pectoral muscle. You've gone. Yeah. I just assume, Andy, that you love nipple play in this in this version of you. Yeah, I do. I do. That's right. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, Andy, every time that I um, I was getting sort of takeaway coffees, but I think now that the cases have exploded again in our in our uh, dear city, um, I'm not doing that anymore. But every time I have gotten a takeaway mm. coffee, um, we've been putting a bit of... Uh, you know, um, hand Whiskey. sanitizer on the oh. on the on the cup, and every time I'm putting that hand sanitizer over the the opening where you drink from, the words that always pop into my head are "work the nipple." So you 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 put the hand sanitizer over the over the over the mouth opening. Yeah, doesn't that affect the taste of the coffee? Well, no, I'm not putting it into the hole. No, I know, just... but like you're drinking from that opening, doesn't? Isn't there residual sanitizer flavor? No, it, it it evaporates within seconds. Right, and doesn't doesn't leave anything behind. I guess it doesn't leave anything behind. I guess you would I would have noticed if my hands, my sanitized hands, had some residual funk. Yeah, right. Oh, that's 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 good to know. You yeah, know, imagine if it was a funk. If we were all walking around smelling like hydrocarbons. Mm. Yeah, you're right. That... That's actually one of the. So go. No, I, 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 th- I think it's, so. It's, it's some sort of alcohol that just totally evaporates, kills the germs and leaves. Yeah. It's the perfect yeah. crime in a way. You know, there's no evidence of how it was done. That's what we need. We need more of the more of the products in the world to evaporate like that. You know, all these these waste problems. Mm. Mm. You know, we've got them. We're burying all these things when they could be up in the they air. They could just evaporate. <laughs> All right, so what are some things that it would be great if they just evaporated? Obviously, you know, toilet stuff, fine. But let's not go there, okay? What about old cars, you know? Like like Yoda, old old cars don't die. They just fade away, and then they're gone, just leaving... That's a good system. ...an empty robe uh, (laughs) by the side of the road. An empty... Like an empty robe, like a bathrobe? The car was wearing a bathrobe? Yeah, like Yoda. Who wears a bathrobe, um, or uh, you know, old old televisions? Obviously, be great if they evaporated. I think. I mean, if we're going to build in obs, if we're going to have inbuilt obsolescence, right, and stuff is going to break down, all the things that we buy are going to break down anyway. Why not make them so that they evaporate? This would be a real yeah. criticism of Apple. This would be something Apple would do, right? They'd bring this in where after, you know, you, if, if you download, they introduce a new operating system that automatically downloads onto your stuff. And if you've got an old computer, it makes your computer evaporate. And everyone would be really angry. But they'd say, well, it's an environmental thing. And you, you should have read yeah. the terms and conditions that this one will make your computer evaporate. And other people yeah, say, well, this is just so it... you can sell more computers. I say, no, we're doing it for the environment. Well, you know how they would do it? They would probably f- find a way of just like, you know, doing a bit of e equals MC squared. Mm. And as it ages, eventually it just turns into energy. Back into energy. Be amazing. I mean, it would be a significant release of energy. It would oh, yeah. <laughs> probably destroy your entire neighborhood, but <laughs> um, but but you there'd just be a thing where it's like it would, you know, it would just be the shell left, mm. and then the whole inside. Like you, one day you'd plug it in, and it would just feed back into the whole. It would activate its little particle accelerator. Yep. 
And then it would feed back into the electricity network. Into the grid, goes down the cable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Folds back in on and itself. <laughs> goes back in and then all that's left is like just like a shell, like a cicada shell. Mm. Yeah, great. You know, and and then that gets blown try, away pick, in the wind. Yeah, well, you pick it up. You pick it up one day, like that, and he just goes and it crunches in your hand, and you're like, "Oh, I need a new phone." Um, I think that's really something. Okay, so what is is the sketch in, idea here? Apple's new thing that makes your thing evaporate. Your technology evaporate. Yeah, yeah great. Inbuilt evaporation. Baby. In built of a, yeah. Um I mean I would like this you know, it is a shame that all the old food that I never all the old vegetables, all the old bits of celery and cucumbers that I forgot were there and forgot to take out of the plastic. It's a shame that they just turn to mush and don't turn to gas. Well turn to it's liquid. It's pretty close. I mean they turn a lot of them turn to liquid if you leave mm. them long enough. And it's just one more step. You know? It could just turn to gas and just waft away in the but breeze. I mean, you know, it feels like you could almost drink that liquid. Did we ever, in our um, discussion of teleportation, uh, yeah. um, turn uh, uh, you you do cooling where you you don't have a fridge, but you do just have a portal to say the surface of the moon or something, and you just keep all your your vegetables or your uh, your cans of Coke and that sort of thing on the surface of the moon. You just reach through real quick, grab them before yeah. you know the, um, the 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 vacuum has the a va- chance to like you know vaporize your your blood. Uh, you know, yeah. quickly. I guess you get some tongs yeah, or something. I guess you use tongs, but if you can't find the tongs, I think you know, like anything, you'd just be like, ah, oh, just grab. I'll just. If that's fine, if you just real quick, just quick, go grab it. It's like this thing with like hot oil, like hot bubbling mm. oil. There's like an effect in which you can actually dip your hand into the oil. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear. I don't want to think about that. That's the most awful thing. I'm terrified of that happening. Yeah, but it just it started with and don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's you know I don't know if it was tricks, but like I saw somebody a video of some lady and she would just scoop up a bit of oil and put it on her things and it wouldn't burn her hand. Fuck. You know, and then and then I saw some headline that was like this something effect and why it doesn't burn your hand. But you know of people like who've been burnt by it hot oil. So <laughs> it must be possible. Yeah. It's so it's, it can't be it's the it's evaporating yeah. I mean, a layer I've, of water or something on your hand, is it? And then creating a very yeah. uh, like a barrier of 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 gas that would last a fraction of a second, surely. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I think I did accidentally dip my hand a little bit in some oil recently, <laughs> and I remember it not burning. And I was like, "Oh my god, what is happening?" <laughs> you should have gone back um, for seconds. And if you'd been a true scientist, yeah. you would have spent the rest of the day with your hand in that <laughs> in that oil. Oh. I know, but it, you you know, I think a true scientist allow, allows time to see the effects of this non-burn first. You know, what if it's like a a kick in the balls and mm. it's kind of that delayed pain, you know, and it's maybe it's pain that doesn't kick in for thirty minutes yeah. or something like that. Or, you know, eight eight years. Well, you don't know. That's true. You don't know. You don't know. There maybe, maybe what um, aging really is. Well, maybe not aging. Maybe, maybe what? <laughs> let's let's see. Maybe what uh, dementia is. Right? Is just yeah. all the kicks in the balls or the lady balls that you've had over your life. They yeah. are just all start to catch up with you. You know, there might be or. Kicks in some other part of the body that we because because the connection mm. between being kicked in the balls and feeling the kick in the balls is close enough for us to uh, define uh, that connection, recognize it in the moment. But I think what I'm just yeah. discovering, I'm, I'm just dis- describing, are acquired brain injuries of footballers. I? Like I'm just I'm yeah. just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> trying to. Uh, 
Say, what if there was a kind of injury, Alistair? Bear with me on this. What if there was a kind of injury where somewhere on your body you get hit and you don't think it's that bad, but it all builds up, and then later in life, ah, you, you, your mind goes. <laughs> but, I mean, there is a, there's a kind of a funny is thing there? in the idea of... No, 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 but there is something funny in the idea of explaining age as something else. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, what's something that would make you less elastic, uh, more boring? Yeah. Uh, um, let's see. Yeah, I mean, you know, it could just be drying out or something like that, or uh, eating lemons. Could be effective eating lemons. Um, yeah. Salt. Salt. Yeah. Um, none of it's super funny. None of funny it's yet. super funny. Uh, getting um, people looking at you. Could it be something to do with people looking at you that the eye, the, yeah. the eyes uh, do actually emit some sort of tiny ray that uh, that punch delivers small punches to the skin, and <laughs> that over time those build wait, up. So wait, so say that again. So the eyes actually deliver small punches. Yes, yes. This is I'm going back and, to the corpuscular so theory of light that uh, that light yeah. is particles emitted by the eyeball. And they're actually not particles; they're, they're fists. tiny fists, and uh, it's the it's the cumulative effect of all that fisting over your life that causes aging. Yeah. Um. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I think hermits okay. would live yeah. a lot longer if that was the case, and I suspect, or or would would not show would not look so old. But all the hermits I've seen. Look incredibly old, so that doesn't really stand How up. How many hermits have you seen? How many hermits? Only depicted. I suppose, but maybe when you look in the mirror, maybe the hermits are spending a lot of time looking in the mirror, and they, the fists are bouncing back, and they're punching themselves in the face, handling themselves, if you will. I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, I've seen enough. I've I've seen enough hermits to keep me going. Thanks. Yeah, well, I apologize. Um, no, that's all right. All right. So, hippos, <laughs> hippos. Uh, um, should I look? Mm. Look, we're having we're having a slowdown yeah, today. Yeah, that's okay. Um, so, what I'll do is I'll go to three words from a listener. Oh, thank God. You know, like we, we've we only got four ideas written down, but we could do th- two sets of three words from Look, a listener. I think that I think we'd be putting the listeners out of their misery, and they'd probably appreciate this. They'll thank um, us. Well, we have, and I'm not sure if we've done this one. I think we probably haven't. Josh Sean. Josh Sean. Yeah, we talked to it recently about Josh Sean and his strong two first name game. Oh yeah. So then maybe. <laughs> so we did time travel fetish. Yes, we did. That's where you have to before you can come. You have to come. Uh, oh yeah, okay. So the only well, way to do it is to all go right. Back well, then time. I have, I have another <clears throat> idea here. It's from Timothy Garrow. Timothy Garrow. It's called. And what do you, do you want to try Thanks and guess so what his much, words Timothy. are? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll guess the words. Absolutely. Oh, by the way, thank you, Timothy. Sorry, these for everybody who's listening for the first time. These are three words from a Patreon supporter. Uh, that you can send in uh, th- three words and we'll come up with a sketch based on uh, it. Here, here we go. Uh, legume. Legume. No, Andy. It's giant. Okay, okay. Remote. Yes. TV. Giant, remote, TV. I mean, the obvious thing here, isn't it? Is it? This is the obvious thing, is that, uh, you know, you lose the remote so much, but it makes yeah. sense to have a... TV remote that is so big that you can't possibly lose it. It looms over the the, the room, you know the. Well, it's like a. What if it's like a? It's a. It's an outfit that you wear. Yes. It's a that looks like a remote control. Okay, so you are the remote so that control. When you, so the so that if you've lost the remote, this is actually a remote for the remote. So this lets you control control the remote control. From a distance, yeah, with with your body, and you're wearing so, it, so you never lose. So you it. never lose the remote control control that you are wearing. Yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah. Um, what about a remote control that is a little car on wheels? Right. 
you know, a little little remote control car, and then you can drive it around. So if you if you uh, lose it, you just um, get out your remote control control remote control uh, and rev the yep. engine or whatever, and it comes flying out from under the couch or something like that. Yeah, so it's under the couch, or does it just fly out from under the couch no matter yeah, where it wherever, is? Yeah, no matter where it is, it flies out from under the couch. It has some sort of... <laughs> so, so the couch has like a yes, teleportation yes, device in it. What about this? I, I love the idea that you're, you are the remote control, because then if you're looking for the remote control, yeah. what are you really trying to find? Yourself. Yourself. You, know? um, you probably have insights. I hope so. Yeah. You know, you're pressing menu and you're... I guess the tough part would be pointing your head at the TV all the time mm. and not being able to bend. <laughs> not being able to see the TV when you're pointing at the TV. Yeah. But, I mean, mm. you know, are you a remote control for the TV or are you a remote control for the remote control, Alistair? No, that's you, true. So, But you would still have to point the little light at the top of the remote towards wherever the remote is. I mean, was. I think... And that's the only flaw. <laughs> I think... The only flaw is you, in order to use the remote control remote, you would have to still know where the remote is. I... Okay... What about this, though? I think we could absolutely do a sketch with a sentient where some one one person is a person, and then the other person is a remote control. Right? They're dressed up as a remote control, and they always want to play hide and seek, Alistair, or they always want to watch something else, or yeah, um, they're in a relationship with another person who's dressed up as a remote control, but this is the one for the air conditioning. It's it's a it's yeah. a it's a short film. Absolutely, it's a short film. We would not put people through this no. for a full length feature. <laughs> well, unless you, unless you think we should. No, I, look, I'm I'm starting to I'm starting to be more into that yeah, idea. Yeah, great. It's a full full length film. It's Adam so Sandler's click, but what if like that. he is the remote control? Yeah, not just having, and it's like, and it's actually just a remote control for a TV. It doesn't actually stop your life. No, and stuff. no, not at all. It's just a unlike click. Yes, that stopped my life. What about yeah? So it's like click, but what if the remote control was just for the TV? <laughs> <laughs> Stupidest sentence I've ever heard. <laughs> I've written a I've written a screenplay. I think you're going to like it. It takes the concept of the movie. Click. Have you seen that? Um, but it asks the question: What if the remote control was just for the TV? <laughs> And it follows the story down the obvious pathways. Uh, you know, what would you do with that power? What would you change? The channel, maybe, or the volume? Who knows? Maybe you'd play with the sort of the the, the settings, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> the contrast. See. <laughs> Does he ever? Does he ever in the movie click? Does he ever fiddle with the the contrast or the aspect ratio? Or does he just of the world? I don't mostly, remember. Mostly, I mean, I okay. Then this is another film. It's uh, the movie Click, but yeah. he and he has a remote control that can control the world, but it doesn't occur to him to use pause or rewind or any of those sorts of things. He is just using. Yeah. He is just in the settings menu. Changing some of the, you know, the color, the color balance, uh, and and mm. other things like that, that don't necessarily lead to as humorous a or as interesting. Yeah, but I guess that's scene. in a way what we're trying to do is we're trying to pick a it's somebody who's proposing a film for a comedy by making it not yeah, a right. comedy. And that's what I'm here for. That's my um, bat signal in the sky. <laughs> Did some was somebody asking for a slightly more b- boring version of a thing that exists? Yes. No, but I think that's a fun idea to to remake comedies as a serious movie mm. with less scope and um, interestingness. 
I assume that Look, there already is a that... superhero called Man Man, right? And it Man Man, man. man. and it's a man who mm. just wears a wears a mask, but of a different person, and wears clothes over the top of their clothes. Um, maybe yeah. you know, and by uh, and when they are a Man Man, I guess they have the strength of a man, but it's a different man. Um. Maybe a stronger, yeah, so stronger like, man. <laughs> it could be a stronger man. Could be a weaker yeah. man. Man, man. Can he be any man, or can but he it, only be one man? Change. Eh? Can he be any man, or can he be only one man? I, I think I've just well, it is. It's not men, club. man. I think this eh? is just Fight Club now, isn't it? No, it's this is in no way Thank Fight God. Club. Um, have you seen Fight Club? Yeah, Al. Yeah, yeah. Used to think it was very right. cool. Yeah, very, very um, cool. But I mean, look, there's, there's a way. You know, there's a way it could go. Maybe it can be a more masculine man. It's kind of the story about, mm. you know, this is what society thinks is a man, and that's what he becomes in certain cir- circumstances. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's a circumstance in which he's a really manly man, and then he has to turn into something that isn't seen as this traditional yes. uh, picture of a man for the situations in which uh, that's a manly no longer man is not able to handle himself. That's very interesting, isn't it? We take, we take mm. a... This is a real flip on a superhero thing, right? You take somebody who is very strong and powerful and that sort of thing, and, and they're in a world where that is a very useful skill or very celebrated... But then scenarios emerge that require emotional intelligence and a gentler touch. Well, that's right. And they have to go into a phone like, booth. Uh, like his, uh, his beloved's cat dies. Mm. <laughs> and he has to support her through this. The cat? Difficult yeah. time. And then he has to just have some time by himself to cry. And he can't do that as man. He has to do that as man-man. Yeah, or say he is going to a a dress up party. Yes, and he he never has the capability to dress up as anything, but sort of like a like a a broad stroke, you know, generalization of a woman. Okay, because that's all that he finds funny as a as a sort of stereotypical mm. man. Yes, but then. He changes into man man, yeah, and he allows himself to do something kind of extraordinary in terms of a costume. <laughs> he goes as a post box he goes as a post box <laughs> <laughs> um, very good, all right, were we going to have some other words from a listener? Should we do sure, one more instead well. of words? We're finally kicking into gear, Al. Yeah, and then we got Ruben Maskell or Ruben Maskell. Yes. Hello, Ruben. Thank you very much. Hello, Rubes. Ruben, and you're the Rube. You're the Rubester. The, the Maskell, you know, the Maskell Luster. <laughs> and it's interesting that oh, dear. <laughs> you should say that, Alistair, because, Andy, what do you think the words are Pendulous. today? From Reuben. Eh? Globular? No. L- ligament. Liniment? What was that word that you used to say all the time and then you've forgotten what it was and you're like, I'm just going to say that every time? Oh. Um, Cromulent? Cromulent? Anyway, it doesn't matter. The important thing is that the three words are alabaster, mm. trembling, <laughs> Birchwood. Yes, he's fucking with us in a beautiful way. Alabaster trembling yeah. birchwood. Wow. I'm happy about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm really happy with I'm that happy as well. About it. Um there was a uh I don't know what an alabaster period is. of time, um, Ruben, where we uh we, we did experiment with calling Alistair a bunch of bunch of just distant just different things. Absolutely terrible bird bath, that kind of thing. Mm. Um uh alabaster means um 
sort of white, possibly glowing. You might have written a poem about uh, your fair maiden's alabaster skin, or you might have looked at the alabaster moon. You know that that kind of thing. It's a you know it's a fancy way of yeah. saying um, white. Just means white, I guess. Um, yeah, right. Alabaster, trembling birchwood. Well, I mean, birchwood is often pretty white. You know that they got that white bark. Yeah, yeah. This right one writes itself, doesn't it? And the tremblingness. You know, you could picture maybe an earthquake or maybe a uh, <laughs> so. You know, or just some wind? wind? So a tree blowing in the wind? Is that the sketch? Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> um, I, uh, well... It, it's a sketch from Man It Man. interests me. I'm interested in trees that can feel fear. Um, you know? that I see. That, and, and, and this is the thing. Do we think... Uh, do trees now communicate in a way using pheromones or um, fungal spores in the soil? through the roots and communicate and let other trees know about what's going on. Is that the thing? Is that the current thing? Well, I was looking at some at some tree roots today and they look to be connected. Two separate trees look to be connected mm. through their root system. Yep. And then it makes me think about what um, James Cameron could possibly be writing for the sequel of Avatar. Mm. Yeah. Because in a way that's kind of what their whole thing is. It's like, oh, all the animals are connected and... Yep. Through this root system or something. Yeah. Um I think I mean I, I I I like I like I like Avatar as a as a as a place to pursue. Um it people people are baffled by Avatar, aren't they? Like there seems to be a, a consensus online that like how did this movie get so big and why are they making so many more of them? Does anyone remember anything about Avatar? Did anybody enjoy it that much? Or was it just a huge success because it was so expensive to make that everyone was like, I feel bad about not going to see it because they spent so much money on it. They really tried to spend a lot of money on it. Yeah. Is there an Oscar for I budget? it was enjoyable. Do they give out an Oscar for the I budget? Think it was enjoyable. Sorry. I'm. No, it's Okay. <laughs> I don't remember though. I don't remember. I do agree that it's like it doesn't feel like something that needs another six movies mm. or something. But, um, but also the guy seems to know what he's talking about. So let's try and guess what what the next movie will be. Can I just can do I just repeat maybe... my stupid comment, Alistair? Can I get an, uh, a sketch Sorry. about an Oscar for the biggest budget? Uh, yeah, sure. Great. That's all yeah. I wanted to get. Oscar biggest for the biggest budget. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Then it's easy, you know. But then, I mean, I think the fun thing is picturing all the people, you know, when they're announcing it mm. and seeing all the people like, oh, hope yeah, it's me. Indeed, indeed. And then, I guess maybe movies aren't allowed to reveal their budgets at the time. That would be. So then it becomes like a si- like a silent auction. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Or, or, or maybe some judges have to decide on which one feels the biggest. Looks the most expensive. Yeah? All the yeah. money's up on screen. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, like, it's not actually about the money, but it's the one that looks the most expensive. Like, you go, oh, you really got more bang, bang for your buck with mm. that one. You see, then Parasite wouldn't win for that. No. No, finally, we would break the grip the stranglehold of the small indie film on the Oscars. Yeah, <laughs> that they have on the yeah, Oscars. Right. And I think it would be interesting to make the small clips of the films that we're talking about and come up with the titles uh, when they're, you know, when they do that little package of the, the and the nominees are. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I think maybe, maybe I was trying to make it work in the real world, but I think maybe the idea of just the one for the, with the biggest budget, would be really mm. fun to just do that, yeah. When it'd be more funny as a sketch when it really is just the biggest budget. I think so. Could be good. Did we want to try and work out what the other Avatar movies are going to be about? Let's just have a quick um, go. Okay, uh, Delicious Rock. How about Delicious yeah. Rock? Really? As in, like they're going to find out that that um, what's that unobtainium is going to taste really yes. good. Yes. And then they can never get it back to Earth? Well, 
I think you know, or maybe, maybe, maybe it's not unobtainium. Maybe he's so bereft of ideas, right? Because unobtainium, I think the was the gist in in the original. I haven't seen it, but was it that there's so much uh, it, you can get a lot of energy out of it, or something like that? You know, you can use it to power something, or I don't know, probably something like that. Yeah, I don't remember what you could actually do with the material, but it was worth but a lot. But he just it was makes like it a, exactly know, the same film again, right? And this time, it's just now it's really delicious. And it's called Delicious Rockium, yeah. right? Can't get enough of them, right? And uh, maybe and yeah. now people just want to get it to eat it. And then in the next one, <laughs> it's uh, you, you. Somebody cooks it up, or, or it's a different thing now that it smells really good. Um, and <laughs> then in the next one, it's something that's really comfortable. Great for making pillows or mattresses. It's just so soft, so, but supportive. So you think they're just going back to the same Ex- planet exactly over and over again? Exactly the for... same planet, getting a different desirable thing. A new tribe of people? Mm-hmm. Is it like, I guess, different parts of the world have different kinds of yep. colored people? Yep. Blue, green, mm-hmm. yellow, um, purple. Yep. Uh, mauve. Um. I think maybe for me, to my thinking, is that they're gonna like, they're gonna meet that spirit that controls all. You know, is in in. That's like you know, kind of unites all mm. things, and then it's gonna get personified in some way. Oh yeah, did they not do that in the first really... one? That's a great idea. No, no, it's just a tree. Yeah, maybe it, it'll it'll get um dislocated. That spirit will be somehow stripped from the planet. Right, it'll get dislocated like. Like a like a ghost, right? Get blasted oh, out somehow, yeah. and then it'll go, and it'll inhab- It'll get stuck on an asteroid, right? And then the asteroid will somehow become teeming with this potential, and then it'll maybe be able to do something, and they'll get it back just in time, crash it back into the planet. And that was we came up with new ideas for what the Avatar could <laughs> be about. <sighs> Um, Andy, I'll take us to Alistair, the sketches. Alistair, I can't okay. wait to hear them. All right. We got Longfidence Confidence, a.k.a. Long Long Con, a.k.a. Poo Poo Cuckoo. Mm. Strong start. And that's when either somebody, no, when, that's when somebody slips a baby into the toilets as people go in there so that they think that they've given birth to a toilet baby mm. and then raise the children for them mm. so that when they're adults that this person can fake these people's deaths and then have them in his life and reveal to them that he's their real father and he never had to like raise these people i mean it would be a comp- he has it, like relationships it would for be life. a complicated start to the relationship and i feel like he he, he might have actually made I mean, more work for himself in the long run but yeah look he doesn't have to make he probably doesn't have to pretend like they died <laughs> sure but but even so um, but, revealing yourself and say well those aren't your real parents i actually put you in a toilet when you're a baby now yeah. I'd like to. I, now I want to enjoy the benefits of a meaningful relationship with you. <laughs> yeah, but people can't help but want to meet their their true. blood parents. Yeah, it's true. They just can't help it. Yep. You know, sure they'll feel disgust at first, but then intrigue at how interesting mm. their life has become. And then they'll be like, "Well, I've always had an urge to put babies in toilets. Maybe." And they'll discover why. Maybe that's why. Although that could just be the trauma of having been a toilet baby. Correct. Coming back. Um, then we have, we've got Poo Cuckoo, but you can turn yourself into a baby. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, then we've got Dick Long. It's the longest detective. Great. And then we've got Apple's built-in evaporation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then we've got the remote control remote. It's a bit, but that's a big suit that you wear. <laughs> And or it's uh this the remote is a person and it's it's personified and it's you and a thing with it and it's kinda like click but a remote for a TV. I am I think it's great that we're just getting on this remote control uh comedy train when remote controls are so relevant. <laughs> I mean think about this. A remote control for your phone. I really do like that. You know, and it's so that when your phone's over there, mm. 
You're dressed up as a remote <laughs> control, and you can use your phone. I was hoping it'd be you dressed up, and looky here. And then we've got Man Man. Mm. Man Man, which is a man who can turn into another man. Mm. But possibly one who's more emotionally conventional equipped. man. More emotionally equipped. And then we've got the Oscar for the biggest budget. Mm. There you go. We did it. And then we all have all those great ideas for Avatar. <laughs> for Avatar, which we didn't really settle on one because I felt like we were just drained. Drained, Alistair. Drained. Like a swamp. And... Thank you very much to listeners. And... Uh, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. God, you've done done all the work today, um, and we appreciate it. You guys it. have done so good. And thank you very much. Yes, you can find us on Twitter at Two and Tank. You can find Andy at Stupid Old Andy. You can find me at Alistair TB. You can follow us on Instagram at Two and Tank. You can support us on Patreon at Patreon dot com slash Two and Tank. And you can review us, and it feels so good when you do. And we love it. Mm. And and we, we love, love you. you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional. You have to do it. <laughs> we used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 